today on CityCast Chicago. Hey, I've been here 30 years and I've never seen it. And so I'm glad that you're still here to talk to me about it, boss. I visit a spot in Chicago I've walked by plenty of times and never actually noticed what was there. A mermaid. Well, a mermaid sculpture. It's Monday, June 28th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. One of the things I love about being born and raised in Chicago is that you could be here your whole life and you could still find out something completely new every single day. And that was the case a couple of weeks ago when I first heard about Chicago's Mermaid. I've walked Oakwood Beach quite a few times in my life, and yet apparently I never saw it. And so this mermaid statue, to be exact, is just chilling out there. And my team found out through an Atlas Obscure article, which Paul Daling wrote. Paul, how you feeling today? Feeling pretty good. Is the mermaid something you've known about your entire time being here, or did you just kind of stumble across it yourself? Stumbled across it. I was thirsty. Uh, I was riding my bike down the bike path, and I stopped and I pulled over and you know saw something up ahead. Like, oh, this seems there's seats here. Seems like a good place to to drink from my water bottle. And I did. And there's this, just this mermaid statue there, just sitting there on the beach. And I was looking around for like the you know park district sign or the historical plaque or the the you know the what the heck is this? And I could not find one. So I posted on a Facebook group what is this thing? Yeah, what is this mermaid just sitting on the beach? What is this mermaid? And someone posted a article, um, gave sort of like a Reader's Digest version of uh, the artist. I got to talk to this guy. And we knew we had to talk to that guy as well. So we headed down to Oakwood Beach at 41st Street to meet Roman Villarreal, one of the creators of the mermaid. If you're coming up from the north side of Oakwood Beaches, which is where I came from, so you could completely walk past it. The mermaid is supposed to be sitting where the mermaid is on top, but apparently due to nature, a wave, it is flipped on its side, and so you only see underneath the rock. But then we come around to the side, and I mean, this sculpture is fantastic. Laying on top or on the side of the rock is just this sleeping mermaid whose tail has so much amazing detail from the scales that are on it to the detail of the fin there's like some shells underneath you can see the hair the eyes and the lips and the nose are so pronounced roman and three other artists made the mermaid back in 1986 since then there have been a lot of questions and stories about how the sculpture actually came to be right away Roman tells me the real story of who his muse was. My daughter. She was 15 at the time, and every time she would get in trouble, she goes, go hang around with your father. So she spent a lot of time. She would get a lot of, she was a typical teenager, right? <laughs> so this particular day, I'm walking out the door, and she's behind me. I look around, I go, oh, no, don't tell me. You're in trouble again, right? Yeah, Dad, Mom said I got to hang around with you. Said, oh, get in the car, let's go. So we came on the lakefront. I go up to her and I go, uh, ah, never mind. And she goes, what? 
no, oh, no, you can't do it. <laughs> and she goes, do what? No, 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 I'm not even going to bother to ask you because you're, you're, I don't think you can do this kind of stuff. She goes, well, do what? Well, we need somebody to model for it, for the sculpture and this and that. But, but don't worry, I'll, I'll get somebody. She goes, I can do it. Now, mind you, if I would have told her, go do this, she would have rebelled on me and everything else. But you had to do the opposite. That's how she became the, the model for the famous mermaid. The piece itself was carved by four of us. It was Jose Moreno from Michoacan, Mexico. He was a, a sculptor. Pobrecito, he passed away already, the brother, but he was a good man. Good, I mean, he was a strong sculptor. And it was uh, Edfu Kanjinga, another, uh, he, he joined us. And another elder gentleman, uh, Fred Arroyo, also joined us at the time. And he, we, we all kind of worked together. I love for you to kind of remind us what that process was like building it. The limestone from, from all here on the lakefront, they're called breakwater. And it's the best carving stone for sculptors. Now, it might not be the prettiest stone, but it has a lot of character that, 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 that seems to work with the urban, the urban scene. When I first carved her, the water came up and hit her. So you couldn't see if she was underwater. The water went down, she came back up. But the people from Hyde Park and the university knew about her. You know, because they walked the lake front, oh, look at that. And then it started getting popular, pop, but it was always the mystery of the mermaid, where she came from and this and that. And then years and years later, the mystery appeared in one of the newspapers. But they thought it was a turn of a century sculptor from the, the fairs in the early 1900s because he was doing that kind of work. So they thought that it was him. Well, my daughter happened to see it. So when she's seen it, she went to the newspaper and she goes, hey, this is uh, the work of my father, Roman Villarreal. And we had documentation, pictures of me carving it, the beginning of the whole process. When you were walking out here, did the rock just kind of call out to your name or were you out here scouting for a particular rock to start sculpting on? Well, a little bit of both because we were scouting out. But when we came to her, she said, this is me, this is me, this is me. So we, we said, we tested her, we checked out the texture of the rock. Perfect. It was excellent. And all the little tedious works, like these scales. Yeah, those scales. And then when she's laying there, she really looks beautiful because then you got other parts over here mm -hmm. that are that flipped over. I mean, you've drawn in clear lines. You've drawn in clear scales along the tail. You have. You said you've added these fish designs over the years. Well, the fish, I, I, I did it with a group of kids uh, from, from the neighborhood. But people love putting makeup on her. I would show up and she had a fingernail. She had lipstick. They loved her <laughs> lipstick. Eyeshadow. I mean, somebody was really having fun with her, you know, uh, decorating her. So whoever did it, I, I would never get mad. I would say, wow, this is really cool. Because, you know, they're adding to the piece because mm -hmm. it belongs to them, right? Then one morning, I'll never forget it, I get a call about maybe 9 o'clock in the morning. He goes, Roman, somebody just stole your mermaid. Now, mind you, this is a ton, over a couple of tons of rock, right? I said, what are you talking about? Yeah, she's on a truck heading on the lakefront. So I right away, I get up, go to the park, and sure enough, she was not there. So what I did, contact the partners, hey, what's going on? Oh, no, Roman, we're moving her to Oakwood. But then they moved her a fourth time. This is when she came over here. Now this makes her fifth by rolling over now. <laughs> I, I believe that it could have been the weather that did this, I, I think. Because I don't see any marks of somebody pushing her over. Because you would have to have a lift and just shove her over. And it, and it doesn't make no sense you know, to me. Um, one of the interesting things, particularly about 
um, the murals that we've seen is when I talk to the artists, they're always thinking about how that mural is going to age, how it might get washed out by the weather. But I'm looking at this hunk of rock that's been here for over 40 years. How long does something like this maintain its integrity? Well, I believe at least another three, four hundred years, easy. But what I would like to do is to bring her back somewhere and just just slightly touch her up. I don't want to do too much because I kind of like the the way that nature takes its course in, in the work. So I would just do a little something very simple to it. Nothing very much. Just a little clean up, little this. But no, I would try to leave her as clo close as the way she is because she, she deserves it, you know, because Mother Nature had a lot to do with the way she is right now. Yeah. I mean, it's very much inspired by, it looks a part of the architecture around it, but I can't imagine somebody coming here in 300 years looking at this sculpture and like, I wonder where this came from, 1986. And we never signed it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, it's funny, because a lot of the young artists, uh, the taggers, they don't use their real names. I remember I had a show one time at the Cultural Center, and I was with Owens, Rooster, Flex, Traz, and Roman Villarreal. I'm the only one that had my real name. You talked about the myths that people told when they found it. Do you have a favorite one? Like a favorite story you've heard over the years about how it got here? Well, the favorite one in Hyde Park was somebody with a lot of imagine said she came up on the lakefront and went to sleep. She wanted, she, she wanted to rest and got caught by the wind or the, the moon or something like that. And she couldn't get back. That was so creative, whoever thought of that. I said, wow, I like that. Yeah, I mean, it does look resting that's how i take naps hand behind the head shoulder cocked behind the back that's my napping pose well originally the park district was going to give us a plaque i haven't put them held them to it yet but but there's a possibility that she might have a plaque you know once we figure out what she's doing here like this <laughs> once we flip it back upright believe me this morning i was very surprised well, I appreciate you, Roman, for coming out here to Oakwood Beach with City Cash Chicago to look at the not-so-secret Serene Sleeping Mermaid. This is a gorgeous <laughs> sculpture, and I can't, I can't imagine how people will take this in over the next 300 years. Oh, my God. That is, to imagine creating something that's going to live that long, I, that's so beautiful. It's, it's an honor. Roman, thank you so much for coming out here. This is absolutely stunning. Thank you. Thank you very much. And um, and whoever hears this, gracias. Gracias. Thank you very much. Remember to check out our daily newsletter. Paul Daling, who you heard from earlier, he first introduced us to the mermaid in Atlas Obscura. He had another cool project about exploring Chicago called 1001 Chicago Afternoons. Read more about it at our newsletter. Sign up at chicago.citycast.fm. Some good news to get you through. My Block, My Hood, My City is back with the Neighborhood Weekend Tours. Starting in July, they'll run Friday and Saturday in both North Lawndale and now in Little Village. Hey, and if walking ain't really your thing, there'll be electric scooters in North Lawndale. That's our show for Monday, June 28th. As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.